Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Samantha Farlow, with the Fort Hood Garrison's office. Hello, all. I am Specialist Brianna Dew with the 1st Cavalry Division Band. And I'm Sergeant First Class Calvin Ringgold of 13 Expeditionary Sustainment Command. Beat that. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I really like that. I'm Sergeant Lamont Shavers, the Public Affairs NCOIC for the 69th Air Defense Artillery Brigade. What up? Wow, beautiful. <laughs> and this week, we are talking to the new garrison commander, Colonel Chad R. Foster, about his time here so far. And we are also having a very sad goodbye. So be sure to stay tuned and listen in. Hey, golfers, are you looking for a new course to play? The Courses of Clear Creek is a 27-hole course with challenging greens located in the scenic rolling hills of Fort Hood. With a 300-yard driving range, two putting greens, and a four-hole kids course, we're the premier golf course in Central Texas. Our pro shop is always stocked with the latest golfing equipment and name brand apparel, while our beautiful pavilion overlooking the course is a great place to enjoy a cold beverage. The Courses of Clear Creek, open to the public, offering annual, monthly, and summer membership packages. Give us a call today at 254-287-4130 or find us on the web at hood.armymwr.com. It's me, Super Mario. Woohoo! Hello to all my friends at the Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. You number one. Hello, we are here now with Colonel Chad R. Foster. Thanks so much for being on the show with us today, sir. It is great to be here with you today. And we also have Blair here from the Fort Hood Sentinel, a semi-regular co-host in a way. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, Blair? Good. Good. So um, we are here today to talk with um, Mr. Foster, Colonel Foster here, about uh, who you are. Just, you know, you're the new garrison commander. We're just hoping to kind of get to know you a little bit and see how your time has been here at Fort Hood so far. Well, I think your whatever ratings you track may plummet uh, precipitously <laughs> no. if you're talking about who I am. <laughs> no, no. But uh, but no, uh, the, you know I'm a I'm an armor officer. I've been in uh, the army now 23, 23, working on twenty four years. Um, third time being stationed here at Fort Hood, That's so right. this is my army home. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tell you, this is the most challenging job I think you could have as a as a colonel in the army. Um, the complexity, size, scale, whatever of the things that go on here at this installation are truly impressive. And I have learned so much uh, in the last, uh, really about a month, I guess now I've been in command, but the amount of stuff I have yet to learn is uh, quite daunting uh, as I, as I consider it. But because we have so many great professionals here uh, that work for the garrison, that work for uh, our partner units on the base, I I really have, have complete confidence, if not in myself, then at least confidence in them that I can, uh, I can hopefully meet all of the expectations here. Uh, and if, if there are any shortfalls with that, it will certainly be completely due to myself and not due to any of the support uh, that is available here at this, uh, this great place that yeah. we call Fort Hood. Absolutely. Well, I was kind of hoping to get to know you just like a little personally. Um, what, what, what's a hobby of yours that, you know, you really love? <laughs> So I'm a strange person, I suppose, maybe with some of you know, some some aspects of, of who I am and what I am. So I'm a Tennessean. You know, I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, grew up in that part of the country. Uh, and yet I have uh, zero interest in country music or NASCAR uh-huh. or any of the things that you normally associate with 
Blair's with maybe that part of the country. Uh, Blair's in fact, specialty. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so in reality, I mean, the things that I'm most interested in uh, just in my free time, uh, I like music. Um, specifically, I like heavy metal, punk rock, um, classic rock, too. Uh, I play guitar, uh, bass guitar mm-hmm. specifically is what I spend most of my time on these days. Uh, although, you know, I've played different things over the years. Uh, so that's really what I spend most of my free time on uh, outside of just family. Uh, like I said, being a Tennessean, it's hard to be a Tennessean without being a University of Tennessee fan, which uh. I've grown up, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, as such. Uh, even though I'm a graduate of the United States Military Academy, right. that was like going to a different planet for me back in the 90s, when uh, around 1994, when I started there as a cadet. Going to New York was like, for me, it was like going to Mars because I'd never been north of Kentucky before. A little bit of culture shock. It was, um, but uh, great, a great experience. Learned a lot, certainly, and, and without that, I would never have the opportunity to meet my wife, have my son, or to be back here with you at Fort Hood. Yeah, that's incredible. You mentioned that this is your third time here. What what has changed over the years that you you know really love about it? What What are you most excited for being back here? The, the people is what makes this place special. Um, the Some of the same people are, are here that were here the previous times that I was stationed, my family and I were stationed here at, uh, at Fort Hood, but a lot of new people too. And, but what doesn't change is there there is really a, a spirit of community here that, is, in my opinion, second to none. Um, it's a community that grows together, that plays together, that works hard together, sacrifices together. And that's really the legacy of, of this installation, I think, is that legacy of service and sacrifice and, and the closeness of the community to Fort Hood. It's, it's, like a, it's like a family, and sometimes family relations you know, get strained for things here and there, but in, in the long run, what you know is you're, to, you're in it together. And that's really the, the biggest thing for me, and it's always the people that are what makes a, an assignment, a location special. And what is your, what are you most excited for being about here in Texas specifically? Just, is there something that you just really love about Texas that you're so thrilled to be back here for? So my wife is a Texan. Oh, okay. So that, (laughs) of course, I I come from a long line of Tennesseans who have come to Texas for various things. David Crockett, of course. I have a, (laughs) I have a a small portrait of David Crockett up in my office, uh, primarily because, you know, his, his example of, of, of sacrifice and, and, you know, kind of one of those uh, persons that you, if, if all you know about him is the the Disney character, mm-hmm. you know, that on the TV, then you really don't know anything about him. So uh, not a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination, but a very interesting man worthy of, of, of a lot of respect, I think, for what he did. But getting back to your question, uh, so it's tough to pin down, but, you know, Texas has a, is a great place for music, uh, lots of great concerts uh, in, within short driving distances, and of course Austin City Limits. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to taking advantage of that while I'm here, right. and uh, you know that's that's probably what I would say I'm most looking forward to. That's awesome. Blair here, if you don't know, is from Texas. Yes. So she. I never would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Out there, out there, you can't see, but she has these great pair of cowboy boots on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives that away. So not only are you clearly a Texan with those boots, but you have this fantastic. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier T-shirt on, which uh, I think everybody out there that isn't living <laughs> under a rock knows uh, what's going on with that and that the success of the Marvel movies and something near and dear to my heart as a comic book fan from a very young age. Mm-hmm. See, my first impression of you when you stopped by the office really briefly when you first started, I was wearing a Falcon and Winter Soldier T-shirt and my boots because it was raining outside and I was going to have to be standing outside. I was like, oh, no, the new... Garrison commander's in here, and I look like a Texas bum. Like, what? <laughs> what? Th- what is this? And then you were like, "Oh, I love your shirt." And I was like, "Yes, 
<laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So I I need to know who is your favorite Marvel character. Okay. If you're so if you're, you're going with Mo- just Marvel, just Marvel. Okay. Because because I, I mean I'll be honest up front. I'm a huge DC fan. <sighs> uh, I mean because I'm a pure comic book guy. So I don't, okay. I don't just go off of movies. Okay, I got you. However. You're talking Marvel. My favorite character is, of course, the Incredible Hulk. Okay. I've been a little disappointed with Marvel's handling of him on screen. Not not mm-hmm. because I don't like Mark Ruffalo, because I think he's a fantastic actor, and I think he's done a great job. Yeah. But I think there's just so much more to do with that character. He's not just a, a punchline or a sidekick for Thor. I mean, when Stan Lee created the Hulk many, many years ago, the way he described him was he's like the nuclear age Frankenstein monster. Yeah. So he's got this tragedy uh, that he lives through even as he, you know, play every, as things play out with his heroism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, one of the, right now, I tell you, I'm still I still collect comics, although not on the same scale that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But one of the couple of series that I still pick up on a regular basis is the Immortal Hulk. It's a it's mm-hmm. a current series, and anyone out there is interested in it is absolutely the best series that's out there right now. <laughs> I think from uh, pretty much any company, but definitely from Marvel, it's the best one out there. Okay, so even though DC has just disappointed me, and here's why: I I go off the movies, okay, and I fully acknowledge the legacy that Superman and Batman have, but like I've just never been into the comics, but the movies, I'm all I'm all about movies. So, who is your favorite DC character? Okay, so I'm going to answer that two different ways. I'm going to say okay. first of all, I mean, bar none, it's it's Batman. You know, Batman is. And not only do I think Batman's the greatest comic book character of all time, I would I would argue he's one of the greatest literary characters of all time. Okay. And why is that, you say? I mean, people always look at me like I'm crazy yeah. <laughs> when I say this kind of stuff. But, I mean, when you think about it, he's this mixture of, like, Captain Ahab from Moby Dick, where he's just obsessed with avenging the death of his parents. That's why he's, you know, he's, he's on this crusade against crime. Uh, he's also, like, Sherlock Holmes. He's the greatest detective that's walked the, ever walked the earth. Uh, and then... He's a he's a ninja on top of everything else. I mean, how 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 cool is that? Mm-hmm. Pick, to mix all those things, you got the brains, you got the brawn, um, and he's he's the one superhero that all the other superheroes are scared of, mm-hmm. even though he has no powers because they know he's figured out a way to take care of him. Because being our representative as humanity on the Justice League, this this tribunal of, I guess you call them gods almost with all their your godlike powers. He's he's like us, you know, in, in the sense that. He recognizes the vulnerability of, of mankind, and, and he's willing to kind of play that part amongst that really massive and uh, impressive group of people. Yeah. So, But I really like the supernatural characters, too. So mm-hmm. John Constantine, and if, if anybody out there, if all you know of John Constantine is the Keanu Reeves movie, you don't really know John Constantine, although I love Keanu Reeves, and I thought he did a very good job in the movie. That's He played the, the character the essence of the character well, but in appearance and, and sound, how he talks. If you imagine uh, Sting from, you know, the police back in the 80s, that's that's what John Constantine looks like. And he's mm-hmm. this he's this British guy. He's got, the, you know, his Cockney accent. Uh, but, uh, yeah, John Constantine is, you know, one of my other favorite characters. And I like, you know, the Swamp Thing, which is where John Constantine kind of came from in the comics. And on the Marvel side, you got great supernatural characters like Blade, Mm-hmm. Everybody forgets Blade was a, is a Marvel character, and they're looking. I think Marvel looking to bring him back into the movie yeah. continuity soon. So really looking forward to that. Morbius, the Living Vampire, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is another one that's coming out. So yeah, I'm big into the supernatural characters. Yeah, see, and the, why I like comics so much, and especially since I started this job, you know, um, this is my first job right out of college, and I haven't really 
gotten out of Texas a whole lot. So I feel like I've kind of seen the world without going out, but I've been able to connect with so many people through, you know, the TV shows, the characters, all of that. So that's why I like it so much and I push it so hard. And I was so happy when you acknowledged my shirt that day. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. Well, when I was young, I mean, we were lucky to get a half decent animated show yeah. about, you know, any of these characters. And so the kids today are really spoiled, but I'm really glad that they're spoiled because now we're adults and we can enjoy it too. <laughs> but, you know, it's it just, it just so different how the world's turned and how that used to be. Those were funny books. Those were things mm-hmm. that were kind of sneered at. And now they're just like this really big uh, thing in the, in the entertainment industry. But there's also an acknowledgement of the depth of the storylines you can have. It's, it's really, it's really a neat, neat time to be a comic book fan. And mm-hmm. I learned how to read starting off reading comic books. Mm-hmm. I mean, my sister wow. is eight years older than me was teaching me different words. I would be reading through an, you know, an issue of detective comics with Batman in it. And and she would, uh, I would find a word. I didn't know what it was, and she would tell me what the word was, and I would learn that word, and that's how I was able to read the rest of the story. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. I, earlier, when you mentioned people who live under a rock who don't know what's happening, that's me. I don't, I don't know anything about that, so it's very interesting. <laughs> I learned a lot just now. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> it's okay, Sam. Thank it's you. Okay. <laughs> So since you are now the garrison commander, and you know you're about thirty days in so far. Are, is there changes that you have seen or things that you've come to appreciate more now that you're in this position compared to where you were when you were previously here? Absolutely. Nothing during my previous time, or ver- I shouldn't say nothing, very little during my previous assignments here pre- have really prepared me for this job. Uh, I mean, you know, you're, you're here, you're in, you know, different units on base. For me, you're out shooting tank gunnery or, or stuff like that. And Incredibly difficult jobs uh, that continue with uh, other far more capable people doing those today than when I was doing <laughs> them for me personally. But, but yeah, I didn't really know the scope. I think in the, I guess the wide variety of things that goes on that that makes this installation capable of supporting the thousands of soldiers and their families that live here and work here. That supports in a very unique way the national security of the United States. And now I have a much broader appreciation for that, and the role that um, the community plays in that particular bit of service. And then I've already said this before, but the the civilian professionals here on this base. I mean, we we couldn't do this without that civilian workforce. We could not support the soldiers and their families. We couldn't support the units that are here and the great history that those units have without that civilian workforce. And so it's just really impressive to see that every day and to see that different side of what goes on here at Fort Hood. With that, we also have services like events that focus on the people here and, you know, celebrating as well as commemorating. So the 4th of July is coming up. There are lots of things happening around that. Could you um, tell us a little bit about what's going on for that? Well, well, first, before I talk about any of the any of that, I'd have to say just big thanks to the people that make that possible. I mean, we've all, if you've been stationed here at Fort Hood or if you've been serving anywhere, you've seen the, the level of support we get from the USO specifically, uh, every, everywhere in the world, uh, to include home station. And then, you know, the, the, the vice chairman uh, of the Joint Chiefs, uh, General Hyten, he's going to be here uh, coming in. He's going to be coming in with that that uh, group of entertainers that's going to be helping us here and supporting us here during that celebration. So 
thanks to him, thanks to all of the Department of Defense, really, because this is one. It's not just the Army; it's one big joint team, uh, and that's not just a slogan. That's that's the reality, and you can kind of see that with with what we're doing here uh, for the Independence Day celebration. That's wonderful. So the celebration itself is going to be occurring on July second. Is that correct? That is correct. It'll be on July second. Uh, you know. We celebrate uh, July 4th on July 2nd, but it's not July 4th. It's Independence Day, right? That's right. So, you know, people say July 4th is kind of a shorthand, but it's really Independence Day, and, and no matter when you celebrate it, you know, the, the, the meaning doesn't change. And the idea behind that was to kind of consolidate a few different events on, on the single day so we can kind of maximize the celebration for the community, for the soldiers, for the families, and really uh, hopefully everyone can enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. So there, everything will be starting that day on um, the 2nd at 4 p.m. And that's going to be at Hood Stadium for those people who would like to attend. There will be entertainment as well as fireworks in the evening. So if you want to attend, be sure to get on out there. And one more uh, shout out to our uh, directorate of, uh, you know, a family uh, morale, welfare and recreation, DFMWR, because uh all those agencies that we already talked about, you know, they're supporting it, but the ones who are really making it happen and doing all of the work behind the scenes and in front of the scenes sometimes are those individuals. So uh, thank them when you see them uh, walking around the base and thank them during the celebration because without them it wouldn't happen. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us. We, I know Blair loved discussing comics yes. with you. <laughs> I loved learning um, about that and just about yourself as well. Uh, next time, maybe we can talk about you know some rock and roll or yeah, something like absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be I'll be into that, and uh, you know we can that that's my that's the big thing I, I really enjoy doing. Uh, comic books is is right up there with it though. So, uh, but thank you for your time today. It's been great talking to you, and it, and just most importantly, it's just fantastic to be back here at the great place. Flash floods in Central Texas happen within only a few hours of rain. Every year, more than 80% of flood fatalities involve vehicles, and about 10 people drown in their vehicles each year in Texas. Vehicles of every size can lose control, float, and roll over in flood conditions. Is taking the risk worth it? Is it worth the risk of leaving loved ones behind? Overconfidence kills. Don't drive through flood water. It's not worth it. Hi, I'm Specialist Kyra Pearl from the 11th Signal Brigade, and you're listening to Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Hey, I'm back from maternity leave now. Um, is Brianna leaving soon? I'd like to get back on the air and in the studio. H- hello? 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 want to say thank you one more time to Colonel Foster for being on the show with us. I know I learned so much about him, especially when he left the studio. You guys weren't here for this, but when he left, he would not stop talking about comics. He was so excited that he found somebody in Blair. Oh, Blair <laughs> to is speak the one about to too, for sure. Glad she was in here. <laughs> yes. I know you guys I know nothing. No. So when I was in there, I was I was lost. He he mentioned <laughs> if people don't know what's happening, they must be living on under, under a rock. And I said, yes, yeah. that would yes. be me. <laughs> that that is, me. is yeah. I live you, under a rock. <laughs> you called me out on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been uh, today is just the the day of change around mm-hmm. here. We changed the sound. If you guys 
are listening and didn't notice that the music changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't if notice. Made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> music did change. Um, the logo changed as well. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And um, the Fort Hood Garrison Facebook pages have changed. There's one Facebook page now instead mm-hmm. of the Garrison Command and the broadcast operations. So everyone will have one source of information. Heck yeah. Very exciting. Three changes at once. Well, and we have another change because we're losing somebody on the podcast. No. Sorry, Brie. Oh. Very sad. Yeah, I'm sad. I, I don't <laughs> forgive you. You can't leave. Well, it's official. Sorry. <laughs> See you later, HRC. You've been trumped. Oh. You guys are done. Yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, you know, I've had enough. Uh, I'm going to go feed my cat for a little while. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's been, it's been great. As Dave knows, I did not want to do this podcast in the first place. <laughs> However, you know, he wanted some help. So I said, oh, man, this is, this is some BS. I was like, fine, Dave. <laughs> and there I was, the grumpy guy. But then somewhere along the line, you guys chiseled at this thing right here. This thing. It's right here. No, I'm just kidding. Especially not you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I have fun. You guys are uh, tolerable. I'll say that. Wow. What a compliment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, strive. Because yeah. most people are intolerable in uh, my eyes. And you guys are, you're quite tolerable. Well, thank you. I'm glad we reached I, the bar for you. I yeah. like you guys a little bit. Aww. Wow. A little bit. <laughs> Yeah, Notice not, he didn't say that. I really like you guys. No. It was like I like you guys, yeah, kind of, sorta. If maybe. I, if I yeah. have to, yeah, you know, if it was, I don't know, between cake and you guys, <laughs> you guys would make it a little rough. But I would turn down the cake. Wow! Uh, I really, I really uh, thought you were gonna pick the cake. Yeah. There. No, uh, nope, uh, nope. That's how much I, I like you guys. Wow! Uh, Sorry, do you think cake. you learned anything on your t- from your time here? Yes, I learned so many things about life, just about being a a person, a better man, a better soldier, um, a better podcast host, Yay. and a better cat owner. Oh, that's what we strive. I love you, little meow meow. <laughs> but no, yes, this was this was quite enjoyable. Uh, it's been a, a great. How long has it been? January. Is that when I start? January? Yeah, you started. Why am I looking at the wall, asking the wall a question like, hello, wall. Speak to me. <laughs> Give me the answers. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was great. You know, I, uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Wow, well, a glowing a review. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Very interesting. Would you do it again? Of course. In all seriousness, Aww. you guys, you know, you changed my bad mood sometimes. I'd be in a bad mood. Yeah. I'd come in here. I'd be like, man, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Then you'd be like, oh, hey, everybody. Hey, it's me. Uh, yeah, the good old days. Wait a minute. It's still the it's day. Still it's the, still like, the day. Yeah, it's not that old. I will always cherish these recordings. I, I will forever, forever. Well, it's a good thing you can listen to them over and over and yes. over again. Um, forever <laughs> streaming. Just, just right. keep, keep Thanks, our ratings Internet. up. Yeah. Just yeah. Keep going. Keep listening. It was yeah. me when you get that ratings bump. Yay. I just listened about 30 times. <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't forget about us when you're over there in Korea. Have safe travels. I'm doing that and nobody even understands. Did you understand that? Yeah, breakfast. Don't. Who said that? Oh, the breakfast Breakfast club. Thank you. 
at the end. He yes, hits, he's I, raising yes, his arm up. You know, at the end of the movie. movie, hits the note on Aww. that as he's walking out. Great song, great movie. Say, we should get a photo of you in that pose. Oh. Well, you had your opportunity to get a photo of me last week. Did my voice just crack? <clears throat> in that beautiful photo that I was not in, but we're, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but the photo is my screen background, so oh, oh. it is a good photo. Yo, thank you. He's referring to the photo of the three, three of us um, yes. in the Fort Hood Sentinel, standing watch since 1942. <laughs> Don't you forget <laughs> about me. <laughs> don't, 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 uh, don't you. I'm not kidding. I don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, keep on rocking. We out. This podcast is a U.S. Army Garrison Fort Hood and Fort Hood Public Affairs production. The Great Big Podcast is produced by me, Dave Larson. Hosted by Samantha Farlow, Specialist Brianna Dew, and Sergeant Lamont Shavers. The show's theme music is written and produced by Delicious All Stars. All our music is obtained through Filter by Song Trader. Have a question or want to share some insights with us? Email us at porthoodpao at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at USAG Fort Hood. And as always, be sure to leave a review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.